The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Good morning and assalamu alaikum. You are tuned into Inspire FM 105.1 FM. It's Friday 3rd of November and the time has now just gone 10 o'clock. Welcome to Mother's Planet, a show where there is always something to talk about in a productive and beneficial way. I'm your host Neelam and today I'll be talking to you about dealing with the winter blues. Now, this week has been quite a crazy week. We've had the clocks change. Um, we've had the kids going back to school. And we've had a bit of a roller coaster with the weather as well, um, with quite torrential rains in the evening. So uh, it's been quite um, a crazy week. Um, and uh, the kids being back at school, I know the half term felt like it was very short lived. Um, it's a bit of an odd half term, I always think, because. Um, it's a much needed half term. I think that the term after September, we have like seven weeks of school and the kids just need, their bodies are shutting down slowly. So they need that break. So we're spending most of that half term recharging our batteries and uh, recovering from any of the brewing illnesses. I know I had a few that were at home poorly um, and I still have some that are at home poorly. Um, I've had my husband who's been quite unwell um, and I did think it was man flu, but he actually genuinely wasn't well. So, yeah, it was quite difficult because I had to do everything. So I was juggling school runs, after school clubs, keeping on top of the house staff. It was mad, but um, alhamdulillah, he's um, a bit recovered today and... Um, he was able to help. So ladies, we should really appreciate our spouses because I'm very grateful that he's back on on track because um, I, I kind of needed the help. Um, and so I'm glad that he's there. So it's nice to um, be able to not have to do so much. So this morning was a bit of a break for me where I didn't have to do so many school runs. Uh, and he stepped in and and took charge. So Alhamdulillah. Uh, and yes, we are grateful. Um, and yeah, as I said, the kids having half term brewing illnesses, it was really hard to have any fun. Uh, the weather wasn't great. So um, it's not been nice. And then strangely enough, on the weekend, we had the clock change uh, and then back to school on Monday. So I don't know how you feel about the clock change and if it does affect your routine. But for me, I think um, the clock change bizarrely puts my body into exhaustion. I'm actually really tired, um, even though everything's happening so much faster during the day. But I'm by eight o'clock yawning and and my body needs to just sleep. So um, I'm keen to hear how you listeners are are finding that. Um, You know, what? how if at all, the clock change has affected you. Has it affected you or have you functioned better? Um, The darker days is making me feel tired. Um, I I think when it's summer and it's still bright at eight o'clock, you subconsciously feel energized. But to look outside at eight o'clock and it being pitch black, it's quite hard to um, feel energized. So I would like to hear from you listeners how you are finding... um, the clock changes, the kids going back to school, how your routine has been. Uh, so listeners, we are live on air, reaching out to all our listeners in Luton and surrounding areas through the airwaves at Inspire FM 105.1 FM. You can also connect through TuneIn via Inspire FM webpage um, and also listen in on your smartphones via the Inspire FM app. We are also streaming live on the Facebook page where you must give a thumbs up to the show and you can leave any comments um, around today's topic. Uh, So lots of platforms available to all the listeners today. So there is actually no excuse for you to miss the show. Um, uh, And I am also taking in WhatsApp and text messages on the studio number 0779-481822. So you can send in any messages that you have. Um, And I'd love to hear how people are finding the clock change and how their week has been adjusting to kids being back at school. Now, in today's show, I wanted to talk about dealing with the winter blues, um, uh, with the clock change and us officially bidding farewell to the summer and welcoming the winter. We have now shorter hours of daylight and this can make many of us feel quite down. Um, Research has shown that winter is also not only just um, 
quite depressive because of the darkness. It's also quite an expensive time um, because uh, people need to keep their cupboards stocked up well for those colder or wet days where it's difficult to get out. And most importantly, we are turning the heating up. So we are trying to keep the houses warm. And this all comes at a cost and uh, many struggle to make ends meet. So it's quite a difficult time. Um, And so firstly, I wanted to actually delve into winter blues and this is also known as SAD which is a seasonal affective disorder Uh, so they are linked um, and they both go in together so SAD and winter blues are both the same thing and it's when people get depressed in the uh, winter months uh, and it's often due to the less uh, daylight hours we are having and this can cause a shift in the way people feel so um not having that bright sunlight that we had over the summer um, and gradually now moving over to, uh, and we're sensing this when we are um, following our Salah times, for example, um, now Fajr in the morning, uh, sunrise is much later than what it was before. So, you know, we have that flexibility of having a little bit more of a lie-in um, and praying our fajr a bit later. But by 6.30, 7 o'clock, we are done with Isha. That's all five salahs done. And uh, so, you know, and they are much closer, um, especially Zohar and uh, Asr, which um, I used to be able to read one before doing a school run and then going and doing the school run and coming back and reading the other. And now I'm having to read Zohar and Asr and then go and get the kids and rush back for Maghrib. So yes, there, there's that change there as well. So we can uh, feel that the the light hours is less and we can sense it. So what are the symptoms and signs um, of um, winter blues or sad? Um, it's feeling down, depressed, um, and this is most of the day, every day. So when you are just really just feeling so down and not able to do much. You've lost your interest in activities once that you you once enjoyed. Um, having problems with sleep, uh, feeling sluggish and agitated, um, and low energy and motivation. Change in your appetite and weight. So this could be either an increased appetite. Um, uh, and one thing I found really interesting was um, people crave more carbs. And I think it's the whole concept of um, comfort eating because um, you have less things to do. So you will just end up eating more and people are eating carbs because it's more satisfying. Um, So, yes, uh, there's a change in appetite and weight. And um, the big one is social withdrawal, not wanting to meet others. Now, um, Many of you must have heard these um, symptoms and alarm bells must be going off. But fear not, these are just seasonal symptoms. And uh, there is a lot that we can do to help ourselves uh, relieve this and um, not struggle or let ourselves be weighed down through the whole of winter. Um, And I just want to share with listeners that everything that I am sharing is taken from the NHS website um, where you can go on there and they will explain explain in detail what SAD or Winter Blues is and also have um, ways that you can contact the official health services if you need any further assistance. What I'm sharing with you today is personal experiences, uh, research that I have done and things that people have shared with me that they've done to help overcome winter blues so um, if you do feel that you need um, you have a severe tendency in any of these um, mentioned symptoms please do seek medical advice or help Um, anything that I am sharing is personal experience or just research that I have collected so what can we do now I have um, put down um, quite a huge list of I've actually got 10 points but they are 10 very deep points about what we can do to um, help um, alleviate the uh, symptoms of winter blues. Um, So the first one is to maximise natural light exposure. Now research has shown that a lack of light is uh, often the reason or cause why people feel down or anxious. 
So it's therefore important to make sure that we are making use of the natural light that we have access to during the day. So one of them would be starting our day early and catching as much possible daylight as possible. Uh, so do open your curtains and blinds and let uh, natural light come in during the day Um Move your workspace uh, near a window to absorb natural daylight. So, you know, if you've got anything that's obstructing any um, any light, any light that natural light that is coming through, shift them around, move them around. Sitting near a window is always a good idea as well. Um, spend more time outside um, so you can get gardening, go for a walk. Um, even on the cloudy days, uh, natural sunlight will help regulate the body's internal clock and can positively impact the mood. Now, listeners, if you have just tuned in this morning, um, I am talking about winter blues, SAD, which is known as seasonal um, affected um, syndrome, um, seasonal affected syndrome, yeah, well, I've got to get it right. Seasonal affective disorder. Get it right myself. Seasonal affective disorder. Sad and winter blues. I am talking about that this morning. So if you have just tuned in uh, and I have asked the question about how everyone's got on with the clock changes. So if anyone would like to share that with me this morning, please feel free on the studio number 0779481822. I am taking in WhatsApp and text messages on the show today. So uh, maximum light exposure, we've talked about opening your curtains, sitting near the window, um, taking outdoor activities such as walking um, or doing some gardening. Um, Try mindful activities um, in the daytime outside in the fresh air. And this could be something like yoga, meditation, um, uh, sitting outside in the garden, reading a book. If you don't want to go outside, sit near a window, try and absorb that natural light um, and, and yes, on wet days, which is what we've had a lot of this week, um, sit indoors um, near a window and listen to the rain. Um, it's actually known to be quite therapeutic, listening to the rain. Um, you could try and do a word search and a crossword um, and just taking that time out to just really absorb your atmosphere and your environment and the light. Uh, and try to get at least 30 minutes of natural light exposure during the day. So don't stay cooped up at home. It's quite easily done because everyone feels that the time is short. So I've got to get X, Y, Z done. Put that all on hold and make sure you've gone out and had at least that time outside, given your body what it deserves. So do go out and take that natural light as much as possible. The second point that I've got here is staying active. Now, it's very easy to take a back seat in the winter. Um, the body wants to naturally hibernate and take things easy. Uh, but being active is important and being active all year round is paramount. So we need to make sure that we are doing things where we are being mobile and um, staying active. So engage in regular physical activity, um, a short walk around the block, um, and, and take that time out in that you're killing two birds with one stone. You've also absorbed a bit of natural light exposure and you've also um, done some activity or physical um, exercise where you've gone out and gone for that walk. And so you've killed two birds with one stone there. Um, exercise also helps in uh, boost endorphins and again can help improve energy, mood, uh, and um, energy levels and your mood so it's important that you try and keep up with this um, I can vouch for that because um, I've stuck to it I, I have had days where I've, I'm thinking it's cold it's wet do, you know do I really need to get up and do anything and the kids have even said oh mom just leave it today and I'm like nope I need to do this because I need to do it for me and so I will get up and I'll just go out in the garden. And as everyone that knows me well knows that I love my skipping. So I do. I just get on with my skipping and um, and, and do what I can do. So um, I I am being persistent with it. And I, and I do find that I feel a bit more energized because I do it first thing in the morning. I do feel much more energized and charged for the day. And I can just crack on with things. And it doesn't make me feel sluggish. Um especially when you wake up in the morning because it's cold and you've got a warm bed. It's quite hard to try and fight that battle of I need to get up and just give myself that shot of cold air and get up 
Uh, and so once you've done that and then you've done some exercise, you've charged yourself, you're ready to tackle the day in uh, any shape or form. So um, it's important that we do that. Uh, the third point is um, establishing a routine. Now, the time can throw everything um, out of routine. Um, the time change for me, um, it's bizarre because we're going back an hour. So everyone's like, but you're gaining an hour. But I don't feel like I am because everything's shifted back by an hour. So you have to now work accordingly. Um, so I just still feel like my day's not enough. I don't have enough things that I can tick off and get done. So it's really important that we structure our day and be organized. And you can do this by uh, setting yourself um daily or weekly goals so things that you need to have done for the day set it at the beginning of the day that by the end of the day I need to feel xyz and um, give yourself that sense of purpose and write these down write down a checklist of things that need to be done um, establish a good morning routine now as I said at the I rain sunshine whatever the weather I will get up and I will be persistent with my routine of I need to just do some stretches and I need to do some exercise I need to charge my body and I will do that and I think it's really important that we um, have this routine in place and we don't let anything hinder it so um, you don't have to be someone like me that likes skipping you can just do some stretches do some yoga anything that energizes you to help you kick start your day prioritize tasks on a checklist so rank them in numbers uh, so you know what's important and what needs doing first uh, and um, these can then get done quickly as well now limit distractions this is probably one of the harder ones because every time that phone pings and you're in the middle of doing something and you're trying to establish which one is more important you need to just put yourself aside and say right I need to just get on with this and it needs to get done and that's it so you just crack on with things rather than getting distracted because it will be there and you can come back to it at, um, at some point. So there's no rush in, in doing that. So it's really important that we do that. Um, ensure you are praying your salah um, on time um, because, the, as I said earlier, they are much closer now. And so um, don't be like myself and don't procrastinate and delay your salah uh, because before you know it, the next one will enter. So get into the routine of praying your salah on time Um and not delaying those uh, establish an evening routine as well and that helps you wind down for good uh, for a good night's sleep um, and this can be um, reading a book um, or spending time with the family uh, doing something that will help you transition to a more relaxed state before you go into bed so you know you can play perhaps a small little board game with the children just before we wind down into bed or you know um, one that the kids like is take out a storybook that they can all enjoy and yourself um uh it's good I've, i know friends are trying to get through the sira and get their children to understand the sira um and i'm we're trying to implement this as well um as a family you know recapturing it and understanding the sira and reconnecting with the sunnah as well so it's really nice to have that time um and use that space to allow children to ask questions um, because as adults, we often think that we could be suffering from sad, but actually there's a lot of children that, you know, it, it shakes them up. Their routine's gone out the window, their bedtime routine, the routine they had for dinner. And especially for the young children who come back from school and it's darkened, so they can't go out in the garden and kick a ball around like they did in the summer. So they've got this energy and that needs to be dealt with and you need to do something for that for those children as well so um do look out for these signs and symptoms with children as well because it's not just adults that struggle um they their children are known to have this as well and it's actually quite common in children um and especially not being able to release that energy so just think of some activities as a family that they perhaps would like to do as an alternative and you can make it a thing saying that this is something that we do in the summer where we are outside in the garden, enjoying the garden. And now because it's winter and it's dark, we're going to be indoors, but we've got this activities and these are the things that we will enjoy indoors. And there's a numerous amount of things, you know, you can do Lego. My family favorite is always playing a, um, a game of Scrabble. 
Um, I was we always like to come up with some interesting words. Uh, so uh, and it's quite challenging as well. So we do do Scrabble. Um, uh, you've got uh, Lego. You've got you know um, Guess Who. I think it's one of those ones where you have to stick some animal name on your forehead and you just ask several questions and you can only say yes or no about what this animal is or who am I there's different versions out there for it but there's loads of things that you can do the important thing is to engage as a family and not shut children out and just think I need to get things done it's teamwork that's what we need we need teamwork we need all the kids to come on board and them all to take part in um in these things and not for us to just take charge and say right we've got to do everything um delegate delegate the work um get them all you know have your little soldiers running around the house doing everything uh, and don't do everything on your own uh, making them feel part if they know that if we get x y or z done we're gonna end up playing a game or we're gonna have some family time you'll be surprised how quickly things get done so um do get the children involved Uh, The next one is mindfulness and relaxation. Now, being in tune with your body and listening to its needs is very important. Um, Don't overdo it. And when your body is slowly giving in, just stop and say to yourself, I'm taking this time out now because my body's giving in. We have to remember in the winter, our body is adjusting to the climate we are in a nice cozy warm home and then we are entering outside where it's wet rainy windy and uh, so our bodies are climatizing to the changes that we are putting it into so we have to remember that it's not easy and I think people underestimate how difficult school runs can be getting up and getting the kids ready and going to school and then coming back and then functioning it takes a lot of energy doing that so you know wrap up Um, and um, listen to your body when it says it's had enough stop and have that cup of tea and make sure you are taking that time out for yourself Um, and you know as I said we need to maximize as much as possible um, of the daylight hours and also the fact that it's getting darker quickly the fact that we are having Isha Salah completed by half six seven o'clock it's um You have the rest of the evening. So, you know, try and get an early night and um, make the most of getting the longer hours of sleep. So the optimum hours of sleep is between seven and nine hours. So it's it'd be really nice. I can't recall the last time I got seven or nine hours on the trot sleep, but we should try and do that in this time. Try and make the most of this Um, practice um, relaxation techniques such as deep breathing uh, doing your dhikr um, and doing dhikr actually helps um, relaxing yourselves. Um, my watch reads my heart rate um, and it tells me what my beats are uh, per minute. And I've noticed that when I, when I, once I've read my salah and I sit down and I do some dhikr, the heart rate drops and I can feel my body automatically relaxing and I'm in a more relaxed and calm state. So alhamdulillah, you know, dhikr is is very good so we should try and take time out to do that and giving our body that um avoid those things that trigger off any tension and anxiety now i know we are in recent times facing horrific weather across the country so when we turn on the news it's telling us about different names of different storms across the country and seeing some of the pictures of um, people being affected by the storms and the winds and also the the distraction that's happening on a global level um, you know it's really hard to watch the news and there is nothing positive and there is nothing that's going to be uplifting so we have to make that choice of just turning these things off and taking time out from being involved in these things because we have to remember that these things cannot um, stress us because these worries are something that's out of our control Uh, it's not something that we can control um, or fix so by watching the news and reading all these uh, news headlines that are causing us um, more stress and anxiety and anger and rage it's out of our hands and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the best of um, planners and deciders and we should just have strong faith and iman and be hopeful that things will get better. 
and engage in much more soothing activities that will help relax our minds. So turning off social media and news may be a good idea if you feel that these things are causing you some form of anxiety and and agitation. Um, I find that painting is quite relaxing. Um, I've actually invested in a few number painting canvases um, and um, I did uh, I did one over half term actually and um, it's up on my wall it's added to my collection of uh, other number paintings that I've done but I found that it's very relaxing um, uh, it can get quite tedious because the numbers are so small and you have to mix colors but once you're in it you're in it and you can make the picture the way you want to make the picture so I highly recommend number painting. So if you want a relaxation uh, activity or hobby, I would start that. I have framed mine and put them up on the wall. Uh, And treat yourself. Have something to look forward to. Um, This could be getting together as a family or an outing. Um, Have something that you can look forward to or you have planned. Now, listeners, we are now going over to a short commercial break. I will continue with these points after the break. I hope you have found them useful so far. But for now, go refill your hot drink, cold drink, whatever it is that you're having with me this morning and join me after a short commercial break. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. This is Atif Nawaz. Listen to Inspire FM shows in your time by heading over to inspirefm.org or listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Good morning and assalamu alaikum. You are tuned in to Inspire FM 105.1 FM. Welcome back to Mother's Planet. I'm your host Neelam. It's Friday 3rd of November and the time has now just gone 10.30. Now earlier in the show I was mentioning um, a winter blues, sad, seasonal affective disorder. I've got it right this time around. Um, And uh, we were talking about um, some of the signs and symptoms around this and um, what we can do to help this. So I've given some tips already um, around this. Um, If you have just tuned in, the tips that I've shared so far were um, to maximise natural light exposure, staying active, establish a routine and um, mindfulness and relaxation. Uh, So if you have just tuned in, um, I am taking WhatsApp and text messages on the studio number 0779481822. Please do share in um, any comments and views that you have around today's topic. Um, I did say at the last point that um, I found that uh, number painting has been quite relaxing. So if you are looking for mindfulness and relaxation techniques painting i recommend number painting highly recommend it now the next one is um, maintaining a healthy diet now um uh, it's important that we do this because as i said earlier in the show at the very beginning that winter makes us crave more carbs uh, because it leads to comfort feeding and we are comfort eating uh, to um just buy ourselves some time so it's a bad habit and it's quite easy to fall into where you because everything is done and dusted with by seven o'clock in the evening you've had your dinner you've got longer time now to just have sweets and desserts and carby things so it's very important that we are not delving into or indulging into that and we are trying to keep a balanced diet. Uh, so consume a variety of fruits. Now, fruits and vegetables is interesting because it's really easy to have these in the summer because it's so hot. You don't want to have anything but fruit. And so come winter, we shut away from them. So there are different fruits that are nicer in the winter um, and should be eaten in the winter. And this is things like kiwis um, uh, and oranges Um, big oranges, sliced oranges, satsumas, clementines, any type of orange because these are all high in vitamin C um, and again something our body needs during the winter to help us protect ourselves. So it's also that time of year where hot soups is perfect um, to have. Uh, So get experimental with your vegetables and make some soup. Um, My favourite winter soup is um, mushroom soup. I really like making mushroom soup because it has that nutty texture to it, which almost feels a bit meaty. And it's also quite versatile. So it's one of those ones that you can um, eat um, on your 
on its own or you can have um, with uh, chicken or meat or it can be mixed with any other vegetable as well. Um, uh, mushrooms also um, are very uh, good because they have they contain vitamin Ds and that's another thing that we need um because we have a lack of uh, natural vitamin D in the winter, M- mushrooms are known to have a slight amount of vitamin D. So consuming these is quite good, uh, and it's dead easy to make mushroom soup. So um, y- you can you can Google this, you can look this up, and you can see how simple it is to make. So if you're really struggling, you can make this. Uh, I have my neighbour actually makes batches of soups in different types of vegetables. Um, one of her favourite ones was pumpkins, which was quite easy to buy this time um, during this time of year. Uh, and she and she freezes them. She cooks them in batch and she just pots them, cools them down, pots them and freezes them. And whenever she feels like some soup, she'll just take some out from the freezer and, and have that. So if, you, if you're, again, a very busy person, you don't have the time, but you fancy some soup, batch cook on a weekend and freeze them and then take them as and when you need them. Limit sugary and uh, processed foods. Uh, it's really easy to start having those biscuits in the evening with your cup of tea. Um, but this can lead to energy crashes and affect your mood. So try to have not too much um, and uh, maybe make some traditional desserts, homemade ones and um, and have have them hack away at them. My favourite one is uh, semolina halwa. Uh, so we do have that in the winter. Um, it's quite a nice one to have as well. Uh, and a little bit goes a long way. So if you just have a little bit of that, it'll keep you going for, for a bit longer. So just, you have to discipline yourself. It's all about disciplining yourself and not, and not letting your body um, be taken over by the cravings. Um, make sure you are keeping hydrated. Now, this is something I have to keep banging on about with my children because I send their water bottles in in the winter and they come back as full as they were as they went in the morning. So they are not drinking water and it's really important. And you'd be surprised as to how much our body actually needs water in the winter as well. So we need to keep ourselves hydrated and um, keep drinking water uh, so keep those bottles filled, refilled and consumed. So don't don't let those bottles just stay as they are uh, and drink your water throughout your day. It will also um, curb those little hunger cravings as well, because often we mistake hunger for thirst. So if you are drinking water, you are curbing those uh, hunger pangs as well, where you think you're hungry, but you're actually thirsty. Uh, with the shorter days, um, it's also a really good idea to try fasting um i've got quite a lot to make up so i'm i'm making a note to this uh, to myself uh some someone like myself yep who has a lot of faster makeup i need to try and make the most of the winter months where where it is much shorter and where maghrib is entering around four o'clock and fajr is um by six so we are fasting for a lot shorter time so any fast that you do have to make up, it's a really good time to try and get into the practice and habit of keeping those fasts in the winter. Uh, and also um, there is evidence to show that fasting has helped um, anyone that suffers with any form of um, anxiety or anger. Um, fasting sort of disciplines them. It uh, does help with this as well. So if you feel that... Um, you need to curb that or you need to try and control that try fasting inshallah it will be one of the ways of controlling um our moods uh the next point is uh, vitamin d supplements now vitamin d as mentioned from the mushrooms is um essential for uh, mood regulation and many people um experience a deficiency of this in the winter because of the lack of light that we have outside so taking supplements can compensate for this uh, lack of sunlight and aid in mood regulation but again always consult a healthcare professional when taking any supplements that may conflict with your current medication um, it's, it's just a, an advice if there are medication that you are taking that vitamin d could affect please do check with a healthcare professional um it's quite hard to find vitamin d in um high amounts in our foods but there are a few that i did manage to research and see that what quantities foods 
um, what foods have good quantities of vitamin D and things like egg yolks, um, fatty fish, mushrooms. These all sm- uh, provide a small level of um vitamin D uh, to the body. So uh, consuming these or introducing these to your diet is um, a good idea. Uh, And uh, the next point is social interaction. Now, this is when people just don't fancy going out or meeting up with people in the winter months. Too cold. I don't want to go out. It's really important to stay connected with family and friends. So social interaction can help combat feeling of isolation and boost the mood. So plan social meetings during the day. So try and maximize the use of the natural light. And this can be things like um, brunches, walks or doing an outdoor sport together. Um, And these all include the benefit of having the sun and while engaging socially. So again, you are killing two birds with one stone. Uh, Stay connected uh, virtually if going out is something that doesn't suit you. Now, if anything we've taken from the pandemic, we've all become very tech savvy, especially on the virtual platform where we can talk via so many different platforms virtually on video calls. So if you don't fancy going out or you don't want to meet up in certain places, um, do it from the comfort of your home. Arrange for a video call, speak to friends and it could be friends abroad, but do stay connected and, and have that conversation and connect with the family or your friends it's very important um invite friends to your home so these can be friends that are understanding of the fact that i don't like going out don't want to go out but let's all get together in, in my house and so you can just host a small gathering or a movie night something to allow you all to maintain a small social connection in the comfort of your own home and again you are conversating with other people and you are um having that social connection and be kind to yourself Uh, it's okay to decline invitations and take breaks so self-care and some self-care is much needed and you time is also much needed so if you just cannot go out don't be afraid to say no Um, don't shut the world out but they because they also care and it's important that we have that connection but it's also to find that middle ground and that balance of I need to take some time out and I need to do something for me. So find the balance and do things that suit you and your needs. Uh, the next one is uh, lighten up your environment. Uh, and this, as I said, is uh, we are lacking light, natural light from outside. So what can we do? We can try and make the inside environment um, nicer. So this is your inside your homes, inside your offices, things that you can do to try and make things um, brighter. So you can paint a wall, paint a wall bright, um, start painting your home bright, refreshing that paint. Uh, It's always hard because it's winter and things take forever to dry. So maybe just pick a wall and just paint the wall a color that's a brighter color or um, do a picture collage. So, you know, you don't necessarily have to get the paints out here you can just um, make a collage on the wall or put pictures up that seem a bit more appealing to the eyes and seem a bit more nicer to the eyes change the pictures that you have declutter and revamp your home in a more relaxed and cozy winter feeling Um, so bring the outdoors inside so change the spectrum of your light bulbs to give a brighter and warmer feeling inside the house now um, when we are looking at lightening up our environment we are also um, controlling our senses and these are the touch the smell and the the visual sense so these all have um, a part to play in this where we are um, controlling our um, environment so um, have nice smells in the house light some nice candles put some behood around the house um, and, and give the house that nice aroma that comfortable feeling as well um, and um, bring out those thick blankets so the warm blankets that we've hidden away or vacuum packed away in the summer where we just couldn't look at them because it was too hot it's time to bring them down and um, add them to your sofas um, give a, a cozy touch to your homes and um, and use them 
because um, it's getting it's going to get cold and it's going to be a very cold winter. So I think we've forgotten what cold feels like because we were blessed, alhamdulillah, with some nice sunshine and nice hot days in the summer. So um, it's important that we remember that it can get cold. So, yeah, make your home um, cozy and something appealing to yourselves as well so that you feel more relaxed. But decluttering is one of the big ones. I declutter in the summer and I declutter in the winter. I think we've got to have checkpoints throughout the year where you are decluttering and enough is enough when you've just got too much. So donate to to, to charity or, you know, just get rid of things that are just falling apart and you're one day I'll fix them. That one day is probably not happening. So just be be quite crude with yourselves and um, and 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 get rid of things that you just don't need. Now, I just want to point out it's important to keep a track of your mood and any changes in your symptoms. So uh, keeping something like a journal where you're jotting down um, mood swings, any patterns in your mood. This can help identify any triggers that um, uh, could be causing you to feel in a certain way and help you avoid things or improve your surroundings. So note that if you are finding any of these symptoms um you are struggling with and they're a bit more consistent or persistent uh, or are getting worse, always seek medical um, professional advice. Now, everything that I have shared with you this morning are practical tips that may work for some, but not everyone. So um, they can affect everyone in different ways and the winter blues can affect everyone in different ways. So it's a case of trial and error, trying out things that may work for us and may not work for us um, and just minimising the impact of the winter blues of SAD. So try and do things where you are um, not um, being exposed to any of these uh, and so for anyone that, again, is having any persistent or severe symptoms, do consult a healthcare professional um, for more tailored guidance and treatment. Now, I hope you found all these uh, tips and suggestions to be useful, inshallah. Um, I have shared my points with you and um, I did welcome any listeners to share any uh, tips or things that they try over the winter times to keep themselves going and to keep themselves a bit, a bit more um, above board and a bit more happy um, during this time because it can get quite difficult um, with the, the darker days and so um, it, the key thing is to just stay on top of things and be happy and um, and try to um, engage in those points that I've uh, raised and as I said social interaction being with friends like-minded friends the release of the endorphins having a good laugh it's important these are all good and healthy attitudes to have um, and my uh, quote for today um, is happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if only if one only remembers to turn on the light now I did also have a um quote that I wanted to share with listeners now this was sent to me by my um my son um so he is a huge uh, MMA fan and this is by Islam Makashev um and he's advising um something to parents which I felt the need to share as well because I think he's really uh, hit the nail on the head and I think this is really important for us to take on board as parents uh, so he said, I'd like to give advice to parents to keep their children occupied with something because childhood is a period of life when a child develops and he should be constantly busy with training, studying, sports and other things. Everything should be done in due time and the child should be doing something. So don't give him a lot of free time. If you don't occupy him with something useful, then the phone or the street will occupy him with something harmful. This is a very difficult time for the younger generation and parents should pay more attention to their children. So I don't think I could have said it in any uh, better way there to uh, the listeners. That's uh, I just felt this was important to read out and share with you all this morning um, because, yes, if if we don't keep our children... Um, 
occupied and busy and doing things and engaging in things because often as parents we feel quite guilty that oh you know they've just had a busy day at school and now let them just come home and let them have a game on the phone let them let them just do this uh, you don't know what what kind of worms you're opening up when you do that so it's really important that we have open discussions with our children and we do keep them busy because um children have a lot of energy and so we need to try and use this energy and channel it into things that are much more beneficial. Now, you know, I was one of those parents that used to feel extremely guilty about doing any uh, sports activity or any um, out of school activity during the week because I felt like they had school the next day. They've just had a busy day at school for six hours and now they're going to come home and disappear again for an hour or so and do something don't feel guilty. They need it. They have the energy. They're much more um, energized than we are. Uh, you know, we're, we're, when we were young, we had equally as much energy. So we need to try and engage our children in activities, get them to take part in sports. And there's so many sports out there that um, are, are on competition levels. So it's giving children that discipline. It's giving them that uh, level of I, you know, competition, I need to be above board, uh, controlling themselves a little bit as well. So there's some sports that children do and they, it's self-discipline. It's, I'm not going to let myself go and get angry at this situation. So there's a lot of learning from a lot of sports that you, we need to get our children to be exposed to and have that competition of winning and losing and trying and not succeeding trying and succeeding so there's so many things that we um they learn from sports so don't feel guilty uh they have the energy and and it's not going to over exhaust them they can do it and uh, we should be looking at getting our children to engage in sports and again if there's things that they can't you know you can't physically take them to sports activities time constraints or traffic or where you live or whatever it is there's there's a resource full of things available online for children to engage in um uh, get them to learn a new language get them to learn your own language um, you'd be surprised how well they can pick up your own language at a young age. And um, I think it's very, um, research has shown that those children that have grown up in a bilingual family where they are speaking English and their own home language or another, la or another language, um, they actually um, tend to have more intellect and they can learn things very quickly. So it's it's a good experience for them. Again, uh, learning another language, learning your own language, having that exposure and teaching them because it's giving them the skills to be able to multitask and learn more than one thing at one go. So it's important that we do that. So again, uh, um, if it's not a sports activity that they, they can engage in, then they can do that. Um, learning a language, recap their school day, go through their school day, make sure they're on top of their schoolwork, get their reading done. There's a, a, a bank of things that we can engage our children in. But uh, my advice would be the most important thing is to have conversation with them. Children have lots of questions, questions about things that are going on in the world, things, questions about where we stand. Children have questions about what's going on and how we should react to things. And it's it's important that we have that open conversation and that platform with our children and um, and let them speak and uh, hear them out. Uh, because again, you know, if we don't, they will use other means like the um, internet to find out questions, inquisitive questions, and we don't want them going out and being exposed to the wrong information. So as parents, if it's something that your child's asking that you don't know, then it's something that you can control and look in, look up together. And because we're a bit more wiser, we can you know, navigate the internet a lot better than they can. So it's important that we always give them that education that they need to come to us first and ask us these questions and anything that they're finding difficult, we can help them with rather than them trying to take matters into their own hands and doing research and being exposed to things that we've tried to block them away from. So it's really important that we have that open conversation at home. Now, listeners, I have only a couple of minutes left to the show. 
I hope uh, everyone has enjoyed the points that I've uh, shared and they found them beneficial. Um, and I hope I have not offended anyone in any way uh, with any of the points that I have shared or any of the advice that I have offered. Please note these are all um points that I have made from personal experiences or uh, friends that have shared these with me um, and I hope I have not offended anyone and I'm hoping people have benefited from what I have shared with you this morning and that um, you are able to um, apply some of these uh, during the winter months uh, so yes uh, I hope that I do have time to take in any question so if there is any questions that people have or wanted to share with me this morning I can take it on the studio number 0779481822 and that's um, whatsapp or um, text messages any of those messages can be shared with me this morning I did share my quote with you this morning which I'm not sure I read out very well so just before this show ends I just wanted to share the quote again which is happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn the light on. I think that's taken from a Harry Potter quote. So anyone that um, is a Harry Potter fan, I'm sure um, I and I hope I've given that quote justice because I think that was a um, Harry Potter quote uh, that I've shared with you this morning. Now, I wanted to end the show with a small uh, nasheeds just to kick off the last couple of minutes so I will try and work out how to get this nasheeds started I'm just going to um, get some help to play these nasheeds but everyone I hope you've enjoyed the um, show I've actually got only a minute left of the show so I'm not sure I can actually play any shows uh, any nasheeds to end the show so listeners Thank you for your time this morning. I hope that you have found those points of benefit and that uh, we can all cope with the winter blues or sad a little bit better uh, and hopefully turn sad into a happy face and cope through the winter months a bit better and keep ourselves charged, hydrated and eating well. And again, make the most, and this is a point to myself, make the most of the shorter days by fasting Um and you can do alternate days um, and uh, you don't have to fast every day, but alternate day fasting and you'll see that shift in your mood changing as well. Uh, so we can also um, do that. But I hope everyone has found um, the show of benefit and um, has enjoyed today's show. I wish everyone a blessed Friday and Jaman Brak. Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream? at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at inspirefmluton.